Little Briar Rose by Jacob and Wilhelm Grimm. In past times, there were a king and a queen who said every day, Oh, if only we had a child. But they never received one. Then it happened one day while the queen was sitting in her bath that a frog crept out of the water onto the ground and said to her, Your wish shall be fulfilled, and before a year passes, you will bring a daughter into the world. When the frog said did happen, and the queen gave birth to a girl who was so beautiful that the king could not contain himself for joy, and he ordered a great celebration. He invited not only his relatives, friends, and acquaintances, but also the wise woman, so that they would be kindly disposed toward the child. There were thirteen of them in his kingdom, but because he had only twelve golden plates from which they were to eat, one of them had to remain at home. Really? The feast was celebrated with great splendor, and its conclusion the wise woman presented the child with their magic gifts. The one gave her virtue, the second one beauty, the third one wealth, and so on with everything that could wish on for earth. That one could wish for on earth. My bad. The eleventh one had just pronounced her blessing when the thirteenth one suddenly walked in. She wanted to avenge herself for not having been invited. And without greeting anyone, or even looking at them, she cried out with a loud voice, In the princess's fifteenth year, she shall pick herself with a spindle and fall over dead. And without saying another word, she turned around and left the hall. That's how you make an entrance, kids. Everyone was horrified. And the twelfth wise woman, who had not yet offered her wish, stepped forward because she was unable to undo the wicked wish. But only to soften it, she said, It shall not be her death. The princess will not only fall into one hundred the princess will only fall into a one hundred year deep sleep. The king wanting to rescue her dear child issued an order that all spindles in the entire kingdom should be burned. The wise woman's gifts were all fulfilled. And for the girl. Ooh, damn, I lost track of the story. Wise woman's gifts were all fulfilled on the girl. For she was so beautiful, well-behaved, friendly, and intelligent that everyone who saw her had to love her. Now it happened that on the day when she turned 15 years of age, the king and queen were not at home, and the girl was all alone in the castle. She walked around from one place to the next, looking into rooms and chambers as her heart desired. Finally, she came into an old tower. She climbed up the narrow Winding stairs and arrived at the small door. In the lock there was a rusty key, and when she turned it, the door sprang open.
There, in a small room, sat an old woman with a spindle busily spinning her flax. Good day, old woman, said the princess. What are you doing here? I am spinning, said the old woman, nodding her head. What is that thing that is merrily bouncing about? asked the girl, and taking hold of the spindle, for she too wanted to spin. She had no sooner touched the spindle when the magic curse was fulfilled. And she pricked herself in the finger. The instant that she felt the prick, she fell onto a bed that was standing there. And she lay there in a deep sleep. And this sleep spread, you know, throughout the entire castle. The king and queen who had just returned home walked into the hall and began falling asleep. And all of the attendants as well. The horses fell asleep in their stalls, the dogs in the courtyard, the pigeons on the roof, the flies on the walls, and even the fire and the hearth flickered, stopped moving, and fell asleep. The roast stopped sizzling. The cook who was about to pull a kitchen boy's hair for having done something wrong, let him loose and fell asleep. The wind stopped blowing, and the outside castle, not a leaf was stirring in the trees. Round about the castle, a thorn hedge began to grow, and every year it became higher until it finally surrounded and covered the entire castle. Finally, nothing at all could be seen of it, not even the flag of the roof. A legend circulated throughout the land about the beautiful sleeping little Briar Rose, for so the princess was called. Legends also told that from time to time, princess came wanting to force her way through the hedge into the castle. For however, they did not succeed, for the thorns held firmly together as though they had hands. And the young men came, stuck in them, could not free themselves, and died miserably. Many long, long years later, once again a prince came into the country. He heard an old man telling about the thorn hedge. It was said that there was a castle behind it in which a beautiful princess named Little Briar Rose had been asleep for hundreds of years. And with her, the king and queen and all the royal attendants were sleeping. He also knew from the grandfather, his grandfather, that many princes had come and tried to penetrate, <laughs> penetrate the thorn hedge, but they had become stuck in it and died a sorrowful death. Then the young man said, I am not afraid. I will go there and see the beautiful little briar rose. However, much the good old man tried to dissuade him, the prince would not listen to his words. The hundred years had just passed, and the day had come when Little Briros was so awakened. When the prince approached the thorn hedge, it was nothing but large, beautiful flowers that separated by themselves, allowing him to pass through without harm. But then behind him, closed back into a hedge. In the courtyard, he saw the horses spotted, hunting dogs lying there asleep, and on the roof, the pigeons perched with their little heads tucked under their wings. 
When he walked inside, the flies were asleep on the walls, and the cook in the kitchen were still holding up his hands if he wanted to grab the boy, and the maid was sitting in front of the black chicken that was supposed to be plucked. He walked further and saw the attendants lying asleep in the hall, and above them through the, near the throne, and the, the king and queen were still there lying. He walked on still further and was so quiet he could hear his own breath. Finally, he came up to the tower and opened the door in the little room where little Briar Rose was sleeping. Little, it's been like a hundred years. There she lay, was so beautiful that he could not take his eyes off her. He bent over and gave her a kiss. When he touched her with the little Briar Rose, when he touched her with the kiss, little Briar Rose opened her eyes, awoke, and looked at him kindly. They went downstairs together, and the king awoke, and the queen, and all the royal attendants, and they looked at one another in amazement. The horses in the courtyard stood up and shook themselves. The hunting dogs jumped and wagged their tails. The pigeons on the roof pulled their little heads out from beneath their wings, looked around, and flew into the field. The flies on the wall crept up again, about again. The fire in the kitchen rose up, broke into flames, and cooked the food. The rose began to sizzle once again. The cooked box, little boy's ears... causing him to cry, and the maid finished plucking the chicken. And then the princess' marriage to Little Briar Rose was celebrated with great splendor, and they lived happily until they died. Whoa. <laughs>